Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's least coherent podcast network. Hey everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Shut Up a Second. I'm Jackson Bailey. Okay, and I guess I'm by myself today. And today's topic is fit as a fiddle. <laughs> no one said anything. What I happened? tried to push it. He called my bluff. He called my bluff. What happened? I was, you left me sitting there like a moron. I wanted to make the topic fit as a fiddle because I got questions. Okay, let's explore. Well, we don't have answers, and you know that. You know I don't know what a fiddle is, Adam. Come on. Yeah, but did, did you know that the violin? expression started its life as fit as a trout? No, don't. <laughs> shut up. It what the did. fuck are you talking about? It shut did. up. The expression fit as a trout probably yeah. started its life in British English. The first the first uh, variation of the fit as a fiddle idiom. Did you know uh-huh. there are variations? Yes, Adam, I'm on the Macquarie Dictionary blog, and I'm reading that sometimes it's fit as a flea. And there's a possibility that there was a humorous notion that a flea had to be very fit to show off such tremendous jumping ability. And also, apparently, there's an Australian version, fit as a Mali bull. A lot of these, like what? They're just picking animals. I don't know. Fit as a ballroom full of quick steps. (laughs) Whoa. I'm going to go on the Mali bull adventure. Okay, I don't know what I found. I think I found one of Australia's many big things. Well, we could visit this. Uh, let me ask but... the hypothetical. Cass, how are you doing today? <laughs> it is a Hypothetically, fiddle. how am I doing? Yeah, great yeah. question. Look, hypothetically, fine, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Of course. But Okay, I'm looking at fit as a fiddle more. Uh-huh. So phrases.org.uk says... Um, fit didn't originally mean healthy and energetic in the sense that it is often used nowadays. Um, when the phrase was coined, fit was used to mean suitable or seemly in the way that we might now say fit for purpose. Oh. So oh. so how does that work in the context of fit as a fit? Yeah, yeah I, really, uh, so like, I really thought that was going anywhere. Yeah, yeah it feels like... It, it-, it then immediately pivots to say, ah, oh, Thomas Decker in The Bachelor's Banquet in 1603 referred to as fine as a fiddle, which, yeah, again, well, it does help. nothing for us. Doesn't help. I don't fiddle. know about the fiddle part, but I sure as hell am fine. <laughs> I get, but fit is a fiddle where fit means like perfectly. Well, maybe it's like a fiddle is exactly what you need to play fiddle music. You know, like it's perfectly suited. Yeah. Oh, it's just. Oh yeah, classic <laughs> fiddle music. <laughs> fiddle of music. Or fiddling. What do you call music played on a fiddle, Adam? That's fiddle music. 
That's music for fiddling. Um, it's not fiddling music. Apparently. Yeah, when you want to have a fiddle. Yeah, when you have a little little fiddle. I'm so music played chair. on a guitar is guitaring music. Yeah. Music played on a music. piano is pianoing music. Yeah, I want to play some drum yeah. music. I want to play some ch- some chimes I want to play some drum music. Do you yeah. have any idea how stupid you sound? <laughs> Apparently... Um, the first citation of the fit as a trout one comes from a story written by Arthur Conan Doyle, but it also included some other British slang, uh, and one of them is giving someone pepper, and I don't know what that means. What do we think giving someone pepper oh, refers I'd love to? to? Uh, I've heard, um, I've heard the expression like to put a bit of pepper in it. Yeah. To like, yeah, like to it up. get a bit of moxie. Yeah. Give, give someone a bit of fire in their belly. My dad. But actually, yeah. why is that? Well, pepper makes you why, agitated. Why is pep? Yeah. Because <laughs> well, it makes you sneeze and it's yeah, spicy. And? I think it makes you go, literally, yeah. it makes you go, ooh. Oh, yeah, that's true. Sneezing like if is got... the opposite. Sneezing is the opposite of productivity. <laughs> no, but if someone. Yeah, not every okay, but if you got like something spicy in your food, you're like, ooh. Yeah, that's true. I'd also like to refute the claim that sneezing is the opposite of productivity because sometimes sneezing makes you more productive. It's productive How? in getting rid it, of fun, you know. No. Yeah, no. you crash the car faster if you start sneezing. <laughs> yeah. Sneezing is inefficient phlegm reduction. I disagree. Sneezing is your body telling What's you the- you're doing a bad job getting rid of phlegm. Sneezing is your body nah. being like, well, I guess I'll do it for you. <laughs> sneezing is your body walking into the kitchen, seeing the bin full and being like, well, if you're not going to do it, I guess I'll have to. But sneezing's an idiot because sometimes it gets tricked by the sun. <laughs> You know? <laughs> sneezing is an idiot. Sneezing yeah, does get only, tricked by pepper, it gets tricked by the sun. Yeah, sneezing, only more inefficiencies. Sneezing, sneezing causes moron. all that you are doing to come to a halt. I guess. Yeah, but the sneezing gets done really quickly. Yeah, you're Sneezing's efficient, efficient in terms of what sneezing's doing. Yeah. No interruption is efficient. Yeah, but sneezing is not an interruption of itself. Sneeze. Yes, it is. Yeah, no. The act of sneeze. Yeah. All right. Sneeze, sneeze in the middle of a okay, conversation no. and tell me that was only productive. No, if I'm doing nothing no, else, no, no sneezing. Yes. Okay. Yes. If you, Cass, please. We're both furious, but I'm. We're, <laughs> we're furious because we're on the same page. Okay. So, in the same way that if I needed to tell tell you something and I need to say Adam, and now pronounce you man and wife, mm-hmm. and because by saying that. That action gets complete. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those. There's, there's and a the sneezing, an interruption it. of that is efficient because no, no, no. no please let me finish. <laughs> please let me finish, Adam. Don't be a sneeze about it. Yeah. So, yeah. if 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 you are talking and I really quickly need to make you man and wife, and you are talking and I cut you off and I say I now pronounce you man and wife, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I cut you off and that was an interruption. What? For you. What yeah. the fuck are you saying? What? <laughs> I now pronounce you man and wife. So the thing I did, okay, fine. I need to give you a piece of ham. Uh-huh, great. All right. Okay, you are talking. And the thing that needs to happen is I need to give you ham because yeah. I can no longer hold the ham. Yes. You are talking. And in the middle of you talking, I give you the ham. Yes, Adam. For you, that's inconvenient. But for me, whose purpose is to I, give ham, I was fast and I did my that job. That giving of the ham is the sneeze. Yes. Yes, the giving All of right. the ham is sneeze. No, you're wrong. That is a bad analogy. <laughs> that is a horrible analogy. This All right. How? Yeah. Explain. <laughs> so, 
in your analogy, say you wanted to give the ham and then you had to sneeze. You stopped yep. giving the ham to sneeze. You're not sneezing. Yes. But, but where's the, the sneeze coming the from? Sneeze. Also, okay. the ham is no, no, no. sneeze. <laughs> I am telling you're giving me analogies. I'm giving you real life situations. You're living up there in fucking fantasy land being like, oh, but if we sprinkle a little bit of magical dust and then wish really hard Tinkerbell will help us sneeze. And I'm telling you here in the modern day, fucking in, in the criminal justice system, there are inconsistencies and sneezing is making things worse. Here's the crazy well, Adam, thing you're if saying. If I may use. Please, Cass. Adam, if I may use your analogy, mm-hmm. which is I Don't am giving sneeze, you ham, that would interrupt and you and, and slow sneeze. you down. Yes. Yeah, so, so your analogy is I'm giving you ham, and then I sneeze, which interrupts the hand giving. Yes. Sure. That's yes. Okay. Yes, my hand giving is interrupted, but the sneeze itself efficient. Yes. No. The sneeze. Imagine if is you so regularly. Fast, Imagine if you regularly gave me ham and then I never needed to complain. We avoid this entire situation. The crazy thing you're saying, Adam, is that a sneeze is somehow more efficient, inefficient than anything else. That's the crazy thing. Everything is a, a s- Yes. A sneeze is indicative of a lack of maintenance. <laughs> no, it's not. And it is never welcome. <laughs> When have you ever no. sneezed and been like, thank God? All the time. As a man who has an incredible. Oh, you've never. Yes. Oh, you've never had a sneeze that goes through your whole body and you feel like. You know that. You know, you hear rumors where it's like, you sneeze 15 times in a row, you come. Some sneezes, I think it might be true. I sneeze so <laughs> like, much. If I did that enough. <laughs> yeah. What? Well, Jackson, what a surprise, <laughs> can I say? I have an incredibly congested nose. And sometimes, in fact, pretty often, a sneeze clears me out and it's heaven. And then it makes have me more considered- efficient. Have you considered decongesting yourself, you fucking idiot? I fucking idiot. tried. My nostrils are tiny. He tries all the time. You, do you know the amount of shit I have near my bed to help me with my congested nose? And none of it does shit, but a sneeze sorts Can me out. Can I guess five? I have. I'm not saying sneezes are bad, Jackson. I'm saying they're inefficient. But they make me more efficient. A holiday is inefficient, but it's lovely. <laughs> You're insane. My a holiday is efficient because if you don't take time in your life to rest, you die sooner. Also, uh, just a holiday is efficient, efficient because it efficiently Cass. does what you set out to do. That's nothing. Do- yeah, the that thing- depends on the holiday. I'm talking about efficient. What are you? What, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> a holiday is literally the opposite of getting something done. No, because you're getting the holiday no, done, relaxing. you moron. You. That's a thing to get done. Yes, it is. Because eventually you know it's over. Is? Do you know That's what not... it is, Adam? Your perception of efficiency is deeply rooted in late-stage capitalism. <sighs> Jackson and I are living post-world. We're yeah. in the apocalypse. Whatever needs to get done, efficiency is relative to task. Exactly. Sneezes are efficient for sneezes. Fi- By your own admission, you're living in a lawless hellscape. Your efficiency is only work, you maniac, you drone. My you- efficiency gets things done. I get holidays done. Get things and sneezes done. done. No holidays anyway, happen in the apocalypse. It's all holiday, baby. Yeah, it's all holiday. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you never work a day in your life if you can. Yeah. <laughs> if you Sent from my iPhone, Cass. <laughs> Sent from my iPhone. Adam, 
Adam, capitalism is a pit you are thrown into at birth, and if you don't start to claw your way up, you suffocate. The trick is to be that donkey that whenever they throw the shit in, you shake and stomp. We are trying to rise out of a We've pit, Adam. Way beyond what I am actually arguing. I don't know where you are taking a stand. Came into it. That was crazy. You're, you're insane. This isn't capitalism. This is reality. <laughs> Post your opinion <laughs> below, but I know I'm right. My dad says, um, he just think, to get, going back to giving somebody pepper, my dad says give yeah. him a bit of curry when he wants to, like, razz someone or, you know, kind of, like, playfully tease someone. Where does that come from? Is that the same as, is that like currying favour? I don't know. But what? my dad, if you, you know the phrase currying favour, Adam? Oh, I curry favor with um, the king because I'm so handsome. Now, I've heard of the expression, but wait, let's take several steps back. What do you mean, <laughs> give him curry when my dad wants to what him? Okay, so say Adam, uh, Raz. say Adam, yeah, like, um, I'm trying to think of something. Say, you, you have a stamp. Raz, I'm sorry, I wasn't born in the 1920s. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that word very well. <laughs> so say, Adam, I wanted to, like, playfully tease you about having a stamp collection, you know? Obviously, sure. I love you, but it's a bit funny and it suits you. Then if I was doing that, I would be razzing you or giving you a bit of curry. In my dad's words. But I wonder where that comes from and if it's related to giving someone pepper. If it's the same thing. Pepper sounds more aggressive I, than giving someone curry. I reckon they're curry. related. Yeah. We have, we have um, pervasive metaphors through... Well, every language has their own pervasive metaphors. But that would make sense if spice has a, um, a metaphorical meaning is to like give someone a bit, of, a bit of fire in their belly or rile them up a bit. And every time I imagine giving someone pepper or curry, it's always the same like end point emotion where they're like ooh like a bit fired up apparently the i guess it's this yeah go go i was just going to say apparently according to the free dictionary by farlex.com um to give someone a bit of curry is to berate rebuke or criticize or verbally and physically harass or assault them so okay that's a f- far more aggressive than i think my dad ever used it but um Ooh. that's i guess that's where it comes from that's that's where it is it's cool that we figured out fit as a fiddle like that we were just on it we were just i don't think we figured it out no we, we didn't yeah I, i'm still trying to find out what it meant i found a website that is saying that one can only guess why it was particularly fit they <laughs> they also came to the same conclusion where they're like at the time fit was like suitable yeah so they were saying it could have been because it was a piece of skilled craftsmanship and therefore to be admired or because playing it required dexterity well, see, the article I found from Macquarie Dictionary kind of says the same thing, but it kind of says what I was saying about fiddle music, where it says the violin was picked out as an exemplar because of the alliteration of fit and fiddle, and because the violin is beautif- a beautifully shaped instrument producing a very particular sound. So, like, fit as a fiddle is like, it's like saying you're as as perfect as a shoe, you know? Like, it's a thing that is designed well, for a very specific purpose, i.e. being on a foot. Th- uh, following on from that, um, this wordhistories.net is also moving on to say another expression was to have one's face made of a fiddle, oh. to be irresistibly charming. Oh, so you've got a fiddle face. Um, like one of the quotes they use as an example is, I think his face is made of a fiddle. Everyone that looks on him loves him. That rules. Old slang is ridiculous. Uh, and now a word from our sponsors. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. 
So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Also, hey... Did you know there's an insane amount of old and unknown and weird and fucked cartoons that you do not know about? I know! Our friend Mia is one of the funniest people I know, and she has a lot to teach you in her hilarious show, Cynical Cartoons. Go to sanspantsradio.com and search Cynical Cartoons to find your new purpose in life. Let's see if I can... I can't wait for all of us to go back to our sweethearts and be like, ah, you've got a face made of a fiddle! (laughs) I'm finding some old slang. Yeah, yeah. No, you're on you. I'm increasingly discovering that the two of you were somehow born in the 1920s. (laughs) Yeah, see? Ooh, another fiddle phrase. May I throw it in the ring? Yeah, please. Yeah. The least boy always carries the biggest fiddle. What do you think it means? The least boy always carries... The least um, boy. uh, All right. I reckon it means, like, those who are, like, in other ways... It's basically... You know how people will be like, oh, uh, big car, huh? I guess you got a small penis or whatever, yeah. that sort of thing. It's basically that as an expression. Yeah. I'm uh, guessing. Tragic. Oh, uh, Jackson, do you have a Oh, uh, Well, guess? I was thinking maybe it was kind of like, um, well, if you're not a very masculine person, i.e. the least boy, then maybe that means that you're very charming to fill the space left by your lack of, like, typical masculine skills. Okay, well, um, the answer is, and you're going to have to help me with this because I don't know what the fuck they're talking about, (laughs) but (laughs) the burden is put on those that are least able to bear it because they are least able to resist its imposition. Uh, Oh, yeah. I guess yeah, like, so yeah. yeah, the first who... half makes sense. You're like, oh yeah. So it's like those who those... can't hack a copper. Yeah, can't have a cop cop it because those... they are the least able to resist it. Is that kind of it's, what it means? It's basically like, hey, poor people get shit on because they can't affect change. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That is good. I mean, conceptually again. Yeah, look. No cap. No capitalists. <laughs> <laughs> but... Hey, so I, f- I found yeah. um... it's like how being in poverty is expensive. Sorry. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I've, a website called bustle.com has a lot of really old slang, but nowhere does it give you what the slang is about. Oh, well, yeah, actually, yes, it does. I, I, w- I was reading it wrong, but I would like to present some to you and see if you know what they mean. May Please, I? Please, let's go. To yeah. know your onions. Oh, they know oh. their onions. Okay, I'm going to guess it is someone with specialized knowledge on a topic they've claimed. Can I guess it's someone who understands onions? <laughs> yeah, in the 1920s, wow, Jimmy the Jimmy the Lips has come in. That fellow knows his onions, and then Jimmy the Lips is onions like... Onions being a new invention. Red onions. Uh, we get uh, Spanish onions, and everyone's like, damn, Jimmy the Lips. You know your onions. No, it's just, it's just to know what's going on. So, like, if you turned up 
I don't know, at a concert or like a music festival and you weren't quite sure what you were doing or something, you could be like, oh, Adam knows his onions. And then Adam might come in and tell us, you know, where to go or whatever. Knows his onions. Adam's going to tell us where to go. I don't know why I picked Adam. I don't know why I picked can I hit music you, festival. Yeah. Can I hit you with one now? Sure. Bed is the poor man's opera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. 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 Can, can I have a guess? Uh, please. This one's literal. Um, (laughs) uh, People who can't afford nice things have to have a better imagination and dream. Yeah, I was was thinking this has got to have something to do with dreams, surely. So you're not incorrect in that it is about people who can't afford expensive entertainments. And for people, it's about for people who can't afford expensive entertainments and beds are involved. Is it about... Those are... Yeah. Not fucking. It's yep. about it's fucking. About fucking. Those who can't afford expensive entertainments probably should be good at fucking. That rolls. The poor bang good. All right. Um, I guess that's like, like that treehouse dick thing. I guess Excuse if me? you can't. What? Treehouse that, dick? Remember, remember the thing that went around on Twitter like oh, months ago mm. where it was like a viral tweet about the. It was by, by a woman who was saying that. Um, Ask any woman honestly, and she'll say the best dick she's ever gotten. Oh, from a yes. guy who like sleeps on a mattress yeah. in a treehouse and doesn't ever pay tax tree or something. House and then people dick. replying, being like, "The best sex I've ever had was with someone," and then just listing all these really that strange rules. qualities, being like, "He lived in a van and could only swim. In, he never bathed. He only swam in the ocean. Like just as, weird things like that." As a poor creative, I live in hope that I am that for some woman someday. <laughs> That's always uh, that, the dream. But that, like, it's a bit fun. You're like, okay, if someone could distill me into weird traits yeah. that I could, that they would definitely pick up on day one or day two. Yeah, God, what would they can be? Can I be like treehouse puss? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to imagine, you know, you were saying before, Cass, like, um, oh, if you've got a tiny dick, you have a big car. It's funny. To, or like you got a big car. Uh, Adam oh, said that. Oh, sorry. My, my mistake. <laughs> Uh, you know the idea. Oh, I don't. <laughs> I didn't say that. People say that. <laughs> but you know, I heard s- it from an older boy. <laughs> you see somebody with a big <laughs> car. You're like, oh, you must have a tiny dick. It's funny to imagine that happening in the reverse. Like you're about to have sex with a guy. You put on his pants, tiny dick, and you're like, at least you got a huge car. You've got at least. You, you know, <laughs> your car must be massive, though, right? Because you got this tiny weeny peeny. So, um, happy cabbage. What do we think that means? Happy uh, cabbage. Cabbage. Oh, is that like a happy child? Because cabbage ch- children or whatever? <laughs> That's a thing. I'm guessing the Cabbage Patch kids came a lot later. Yeah. Isn't, no, isn't like found, like one of the classic, like where do, where do babies come from? One of the classic responses yeah, it's from is a cabbage like, patch. found you in a cabbage patch? Yeah. For sure. Oh. Cass? That's what, that's what people say about me. Yeah, found Cass in a cabbage patch. <laughs> Cass was in a cabbage patch. Yeah, but uh- that's, not, that's not in response to uh, where did Cass come from? That's in response to, hey, have you seen Cass? <laughs> oh, yeah, found <laughs> her in a cabbage patch. <laughs> in a cabbage patch. She fell asleep in a cabbage patch, you know. All of the... I she, bet- she found a sunbeam and went to sleep. <laughs> I bet the both of you would love to fall asleep in the place, in in the leaf where the cabbage is picked out the of. the dream. Well, I was you, imagining oh my briefly... God, you'd love that. Like, where each of us, what particular vegetable or fruit each of us could be found. And Cass in a Cabbage Patch is good. I think, you know that uh, rumor where they're like, the black tip of a banana is full of tarantula eggs? That's me. I'll be in oh, that. Yeah. I'll be in that tip there. <laughs> uh, 
An atom, I imagine, yeah, yeah. grows in plums. Or like a carrot with his head poking out of the dirt. I explode out of okay. plums. I don't grow can, in them. Can I can I build on this because I love it? Yeah. I'd love you to. I okay. don't want to venture too far away from old idioms because, damn, I've got some good ones, but please, cast. Oh, we're, we're coming back. So you go into the cabbage patch, you peel back some leaves, I'm curled in a little ball. I have eaten Cute. the cabbage. Great. You go oh, to... Nice. You, you go to the banana thing, you see the little black tip, and yeah. you open it ape style, you know, when uh, they squeeze yeah. the bottom yeah. to, like, get like, all the good peel. Hello. <laughs> yep. Um, with the with the carrot, mm. you see a little carrot top, and you're like, oh, oh what's this? You pull it up, f- the grumpiest little atom you've ever seen, <laughs> flailing his arms. <laughs> you immediately do. Oh, I'm sleep. so sorry. Are you saying I am literally a mandrake? Yeah, out of Gattafale is a mandrake. Oh. That is the cruelest thing you have ever said to me. I don't even know if it's really an insult. A happy cabbage is... Uh, I'm a... taking it as one. Yeah, well, that's on you. A sizable amount of money to be spent on self-satisfying things. So if you've got, like, a piggy bank, that's your happy cabbage. Or if you've got, like... I guess your savings would also be your happy cabbage. But I guess it's to be spent on self-satisfying things. So, look, mm. I don't know. That's, uh, yeah, that's your happy cabbage. Adam, you had some good ones? When cobwebs are plenty, kisses are scarce. <laughs> Nobody is <laughs> when... horny when they're in a haunted mansion. No, that can't be true. The opposite um, is the fact. <laughs> no one this one is a lot more old. literal than you might imagine. <laughs> is this, hang on, is this... Is this before they found out about MILFs? No. <laughs> <laughs> when was the great this MILF is... discovery? That's a good question. <laughs> what is imagining, uh, imagining, like, uh, finding out that, oh, did you know that Marie Curie, in addition to <laughs> discovering uranium, discovered MILFs? And it was MILF radiation what killed her? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, did you know that Marie Curie, in addition to discovering radiation, was the first MILF? I'm going to look at Mary Curie and see if it's true. Was she babing? The Emin is right, good for Mary. Memory. She's not unattractive. Going by the memory yeah. of the photo of her I have next to my bed. I'm going to type in Mary Curie hot and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what does that mean, Adam? What does what mean? Oh, the cobwebs. <laughs> um, uh, dirty houses are not sexy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is true. Um. That's good. I like that one. Okay. Uh, and this one, I think, would be familiar to, to some of us. Um, well, not not familiar, but I think we, we may live this way. The, uh, to pangwangle. Pangwangle? Yeah, to pangwangle. What is pangwangling? Why are we pangwangling? Oh, we pangwangle. Yeah, pangwangle. Is pangwangling, like, a mix between goofing off and talking shit? <laughs> I wish. Uh, they're just, they're just uh, having a pangwangle. I'm going to say... I reckon pangwangling is like uh, it's not doing your job, but not doing your job in a specific field. Like only only coal miners who don't work are pangwangling. That does sound right, and it sounds like a thing that could be on an official strike document. Like uh, like I don't know how, but like <laughs> the miners are in trouble for pangwangling. No, it is to live a lot, live or go along cheerfully in spite of minor misfortune. You're having a pangwangle. If you're like, today was oh rough, but I'm going to carry on, you're having a pangwangle. Um, and, and pangwangle. Pangwangle. Uh, and also banks closed. That's, yeah, all of us during, during lockdown. Banks exactly. closed. Banks closed is another one. Banks closed is what you say when someone's like, hey, can I have a kiss? You're like, banks closed. If you're not interested in kissing <gasps> for the night. Sorry, banks closed. 
<laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah, that's great. Shut the doors. Shut the door. Security no, guards in. Nobody's making deposits today. Pa- uh, uh, banks close. I know it's a pang wangle. Giggle mug. <laughs> Cancelled stamp. Oh, that's a shy or introverted, <laughs> introverted girl. Oh, she's a cancelled stamp. What? 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 So, how does that a make shy sense? girl is a cancelled stamp? Yeah, it could also be someone who's considered oh a my wallflower. God. Oh, they're a and a giggle mug is someone who has a perpetual smile. So it's the opposite of a set of cancelled stamp. You got cancelled. Okay, I want to grow up to be like a cute little shy girl who's like a cancel a cancelled stamp of the giggle mug. <laughs> <laughs> People really truly. No, I'm, yeah. I was just gonna say, people truly. I was gonna be like, people talked ridiculously back in the day, but like, I mean, not really. It just sounds sillier, you know. Yeah, I think language just got hornier. That's all that really changed. We weren't so reticent about referring to pussies and dicks, and God bless us for it. Really, I think. Oh yeah, I, we're living in the age of warp. Yeah, you say that, new. but several of the expressions I have here are all about sex. Well, yeah, but they don't actually say pussy in them, do they? They but, don't say pussy. You're but right. But maybe do they say sort of like the 1920s equivalent of pussy? You know? Um. Yeah, share with us, Adam. Yeah, give us the right, horniest well, one you can find. Um, yeah, give us the tales of down south. Yeah. Uh, uh, just really quickly, garlic makes a man wink, drink, and stink. Is that just literal? Garlic. Ew. Yep, garlic inflames you to lust, lures you to drunkenness, and makes your entire body smell of overseasoned meat. Garlic lures you to lust. Who's horny after eating garlic? No human being. I don't know. I guess it was planet. an aphrodisiac. This expression comes from 1594. Okay, so <laughs> that, that was. A... So I guess it. Yeah, I guess okay. it was in a time when people were like. Oh yeah, the, his humors are off. <laughs> My question is, it's what not... does that mean for vampires? Yeah, true. Good question. Um, yeah, how did they become sexy? Because vampires are the horniest monsters. Oh, uh, maybe it's so... like maybe it, it might even out because they don't drink or stink. Oh, yeah. so I think... all of the horniness isn't being subdued by the others. Don't quote me on this, but I th- I think uh, like the first stories about vampires or like the early tales of vampires were kind of like almost allegories for the rich, oh, how yeah. they were vampirically feeding on. Because in early tales of vampires, all of their victims tended to be like the poor, the working class and stuff mm. like that. Um, so the the early impression was like, ah, these are tales of like, watch out for rich people who will take advantage of you, basically. They kind of turned into folklore or whatever. Huh. But don't quote me on that. <laughs> And then they became sexy in like 20th century or whatever. That makes with sense. With tales from People the Vampire like, Diaries or whatever <laughs> the fuck that Brad Pitt one was. I think there's a, there was always... Interview with a vampire. Yeah, that's, that's what kicked it off. <laughs> here's, one, here's one that's suggestive. Yeah. The gist of a lady's letter is in her postscript. Oh my goodness <laughs> oh. me. Is that sort um, of like the modern equivalent of the line in WAP? Where uh, they say to use your nose like a credit card is that is it kind of the same level or, no. or area? No, this one's more in like, um, hey, you know, a lady will say whatever she says in the letter, but the reason she wrote the letter is will be after the PS. Oh, I see, I see. Oh. Damn, they knew how to talk back then. 
Then you have Which is kind of a, a, a funny sentiment, I suppose. So I don't know why this made me think of it. Well, I mean, yes, I do. But so I was recently trying to find <laughs> historical examples of hetero- heterosexual anal sex because I was curious yes. to see yeah. if I could find <gasps> historical... Well, so were they. Yeah, well, exactly. You- yeah. <laughs> No, have, have, are you about to tell us about that one where uh, that lady's giving birth? Oh, uh, yeah. So the, the moche pots, I think they are. Uh, huh? No, I think this is more recent a reference. You finish, you finish. So the, the, so the one that I could find, it was very funny. So I was like, well, this is really interesting because it's a thing that doesn't normally come up. But like, I think the idea that anal sex between a heterosexual couple is like modern is probably ridiculous because people have been mm. fucking asses since... Yeah. We figured out we could. Mm. Um, but there are these pots that were found in a, a place called Moche, which I think was somewhere in Latin America, and they primarily depict anal sex, which is really strange oh. because, like, neighboring groups, their pots just, if they do depict sex, it's all just, like, it's vaginal or whatever. But this particular one mm. was all butt stuff. And I was like, that's really interesting. And it was a GQ article, and I'm like, wow. And it like goes through the pots, and it goes through some examples, of some theories as to why. Some being like, oh, it was, and I don't really understand this. They were like, it was a way of understanding the current political structure. What does that mean? The other one was, oh, there was like a thought that semen had like, there was, so it's a woman breastfeeding a baby whilst she's uh, getting deed in the A. And so... <laughs> They're like, well, maybe people thought that semen Dicked had in the like, ass for those of you playing. <laughs> thank you, Adam, thank you. And they're like, oh, maybe they thought semen, semen had like these um kind of like powerful properties, and that if you got the semen in you, you could then nurture the child from your breast milk. Um, and I was like, well, this is really interesting. But then the next subheading in the article was just like, ass is the new pussy, and I was like, I am not. <laughs> In the kind of article I thought I was on. I was like, whoa, really interesting historical deep dive into historical depictions of anal sex. No, no, not at all. GQ was just like, get fucked in the ass. It's hip now. It was so disappointing. Incredible. Ass is the new pussy. Yeah, go on. I thought you were about to tell this, like, this story I heard once. I think it's, it's not that long ago. It might have been, like, in the 19th or 20th century. This tale, but like at least maybe a hundred years ago, mm. there um, uh, and uh, this is like a, an actual quote, but I can't find. I would not be able to find the source. I don't know how to look this up. I just remember reading this story about this woman who's giving birth, and the you know the doctor's there or whatever, and she's been in labor for quite some time, and this is yeah. obviously from a time when I guess people. Uh, were a little bit more prudish and didn't know as yeah, much sure. about reproduction and stuff like that. And while in labor, the woman looks at the doctor and says, perhaps check the other hole. My husband has been known to use that one from time to time. That rules. <laughs> that rules. Well, did you know? It's just, just incredible. It's great. From it's, time to time. But, but, so... I and I recently did a JBSA on this, so like I don't know if it's come out yet or if it's yet to come out. Not on this specifically, but it's relevant to this story. So yeah. back in the day, there was this idea or these people called spermists, and their basic belief was that inside every <laughs> every sperm was like a tiny man or a tiny woman or like a tiny uh-huh. person, and that uh-huh. all the the womb was largely passive in the reproduction cycle. So all that happened is it was basically mm-hmm. a warm place for the little man to become a baby. So 
Like, if you've got that thought process, the idea of a baby growing in your ass is just not that hard to believe. You're like, that's where the little man went. That's what the, that's where a little man's going to come out of. That's why that's, that's incredible. We talk about homunculuses in the JBSA, the Jackson Belly mm. Spooks America, and that's mm. where that idea came from, that you could jizz into a cow shit, and you're like, it's warm, the little baby will grow. And yeah, they, uh, they were the spermus. Uh, yeah, no good. Uh, Alchemists Not were into. Perverts. Oh, no. I yeah. hate that. Just, How just, I, yeah. I love thinking back on um, uh, previous understandings of science. Yeah. Because <laughs> science has always been changing and it will keep changing as we learn new things. That's just how the world works and it's great. For sure. But at the point in time where we we clicked on to be like, okay, needs to be warm to grow. Yeah. But a lot of the rest was a mystery. Yeah. But that was all the scientific knowledge we had. Yeah, so everything so had like, to be based we, on that. That would have been as confident back then. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. I, uh, was it like... A, uh, it, wasn't the homunculus stuff kind of like even fringe for the time? Oh, uh, absolutely. Well, yes and no. Listen to the Jackson Burley Spooks America. Uh-huh. Was it fringe? It. Was it fringe because the science... Was it, was it fringe? Not because they didn't think the science checked out, but because they were like, you shouldn't. It was not... I mean, it was fringe, but also it wasn't, I guess. It was just, like, considered a thing alchemists were doing that everyone was like, well, that's weird, but they can do what they... It's not like people didn't believe it was happening. The, mm. John Dee, the famous uh, occultist, apparently presented his homunculi for the queen and was like, check these guys out. Wouldn't they make great spies? Because they're tiny. And the queen was like, mm, we'll think about it, John Dee. So, like... I don't know how fringe that makes it, you know. There's also a guy on, on YouTube who's trying to do it now. He's been jizzing into eggs and Ugh. making little little monsters. It's it's fake. Tell you what, thank God for the scientific method. Yeah, we, we figured it out. We figured it out. And on that note... We figured out it? how... Oh, yep. Yeah, sorry. No, please. End <laughs> the episode. <laughs> By all means. <laughs> <laughs> it should it should it should finish. Okay, well, thank, I thank <laughs> Let you it die. <laughs> I've been Jackson Bailey. And I've no one else cast. introduced themselves, so no one else should end themselves. This, oh this, no, don't no say that. Should, don't end yourself. Don't end yourself. No one should end themselves. No, that's good well, that's advice. Don't end yeah, yourself. No, that's, that's, that's good, what that's I good, that's good. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to help support this show and all the other shows on the Sandspans Radio Network, just head to sandspansradio.com and consider joining the Sandspans Plus community. There's over 20 bonus shows, a Sandspans Plus Discord, exclusive video content, and discounts on merch. Just head to sandspansradio.com and follow the links.